Vada Productions presents In Conclusion We Digress. The best hour of your life you'll never get back. What's up, everyone? And welcome back to another episode of In Conclusion We Digress. We hope you guys are doing well. Hope you guys had a nice holiday weekend. And thank you for coming back and listening, as always. And joining me, as always, are the guys coming to us from the Upper East Side of Manhattan tonight. So we have Pat, Kyle, and Mike. So we'll go in reverse order tonight. Pat, how are you doing? Oh, I wasn't expecting this. <laughs> you never are. It's very confusing. No, it's... He just said your name. Well, I like to. I think it adds a little bit of a dynamic element if I if I'm like caught off guard Not a little bit. It, it makes time. it a little edgy. Dude, you're just buying time. Mm-hmm. I'm not buying time. I have like, according to my background, I'm going to let everyone know that I am watching The Mandalorian. And the last episode uh, made me feel feelings that I haven't felt since I was a, a young child. Emotional, nostalgic feelings. Spoil it for me and you die. That's just all I need to know. <laughs> mm-hmm. They all die. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Did also, you see, happen? C-3PO, a Sith Lord. Fun fact. What about Jar Jar? No, he's cool. He's been dead for a while, I think. We really don't know how long Gungans live for, so you don't know. Uh, I'm sh- I'm sure there is a like like database that tells you exactly how long they live for, like a canon like versus, what do they call it? Legends. Like there's a there's a database that will tell you like what time Darth Vader gets up and takes a shit in the morning. Yeah, hundred percent. People. How do, you think, how do you think he? How do you think he shits though in the suit? Like, do you think that he like pushes one of his light right? I think he has an internal toilet, and it's like a storage tank that's like on his hip or something, and then he just has to empty it. Or he has a droid do it for him. What? Wait, wait, I have a better plan. What if he gets his cape out of the way and he like sits down onto a specifically made toilet that adapts to his suit and he like locks like in, a, takes mm-hmm. a shit and then like unlocks, good to go. So it's like, oh, it's like when you get a boat pumped out and it like, yeah, yeah, yeah. like the guy comes yeah. over and he like yeah. puts a yeah. shot and he like, he pulls 100%. the two handles. It's like, <laughs> yeah, 100% <laughs> what happens. I mean, he doesn't like to suck it out a... of his butthole, but like it, he yep. like attaches and then he does it, and then he detaches, and then he's good. You theoretically don't know if he has a butthole. He had a lot of burns. Like, he could not have a butthole. He would, I mean, then he would have a colostomy bag, and you'd be able to see it. Well, he, yeah. he might not have It'd a It would be obvious. Like, this is, the, this is the future, but also the past, so he could yeah, have, like... that's true. Maybe they haven't, they have some sort of newfangled technology, or maybe they don't even have colostomy bags. You actually have no idea, considering that they are lacking in some very basic areas, and also very advanced in others. So that's a great point. So that's how, that's how I'm doing, Dan. Kyle, how are you doing, man? What's going on? Uh, I'm, do- I'm doing great. Uh, I don't know if anybody has listened to it aside from me, but Miley Cyrus' new album absolutely fucking slaps. I haven't listened and, to it. Uh, it I, I uh, heard... It's, yeah, it's worth giving a listen. Very. I heard the two songs that she did. The original. Like, like so yeah, she put, she put the... Um, so there's a couple songs she put out previously, and then she put all the covers that she's been doing recently. So like the Cranberries cover she put on there, which sounds fucking amazing. First half of the uh, album is a little bit more punk rocky, and then she kind of gets into some other stuff. And then at the end, it's um, this, you know Stevie Nicks is on the album, Joan Jett is on the album. It's very it's very impressive. It's another direction for Miley, but I've been I've been enjoying it. Yeah. Hmm. All right. Other than that, R.I.P. Dolores O'Riordan, lead singer of the Cranberries. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Didn't know she was dead. <laughs> Pat fact. Yeah, yeah, she's there dead. you go. We're getting it out of the way early today. <laughs> <laughs> Gobble, gobble, bitch. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and Mike, how are you doing? I'm doing good. Um, I, I have a proposition for specifically Mr. Daniel and Mr. Patrick. Um, and I guess by, by matter of... Not Kyle? No, no. He, he, he can just be like adjacent to this. 
My proposal is that we take we take the the green t-shirt that Pat is currently wearing and we take my green t-shirt that is identical and Dan's green t-shirt that's identical and, and by default Tom's green t-shirt that's identical and we burn them. And then we take Tom, I don't even know. Then we take the ashes to the, the place of origin of them because it, it no longer exists. O'Donohue's? It's yeah, it's something else now. Oh, it's like a close. bank or something. Yeah. O'Donohue's oh. in uh in Florida and we, we sprinkle the ashes because these shirts need to be retired. Should we play like taps like while that's playing? Or like No, you gotta do like bagpipes. It was an Irish pub, so you need like uh Oh wait, I thought give it a maybe, like raise you up on Eagle's wings. I can do like a nice acapella. I was really okay with everything until you mentioned bagpipes and now that's a hard no. You're like <laughs> hard you like, you bag, like, bag, bagpipes are the sound of your people. I spent so many fucking years in the Boy Scouts walking directly in front of the bagpipers. Can you believe there are people who play the bagpipes and enjoy Can it? you believe that people teach it to their children? It sounds like you're murdering a herd of cats. Uh, that, was the, that was the original design. That was like, it was like how are we going to murder these cats? And they're like, oh. I'll, I'll put them in this bag and we'll play <laughs> so music until like, fucking die. <laughs> I want to talk about the Tyson fight. And I think I, we should open up with the lack of Nate Robinson fighting. Yes. Yeah. No, no, we should start from the beginning. Like, this is a whole spectacle. The prelim? The okay, well, the nothing. first fight, was it prelim? Yeah. I, I think before, for anyone who didn't see this, obviously 2020 has been the year of just like weird occurrences. And we started the episode with Mike's weird occurrence of going to Florida and burning a couple of shirts. And yeah. we're going to continue to Mike Tyson, who's now 54 years old, fighting on Saturday for the first time in 15 years. So the year of weird occurrences just continues and continues. So it was, I think four or five main card fights. And yeah, uh, yeah we started with two actually pretty good ones. So yeah, Kyle, I don't know if you were going to go from there, but yeah, I mean that first fight was, I, I get, it was so early. It wasn't even pay-per-view, um, but it was the best fight of the night. It was just two, was it featherweights or something like that? And they were just absolutely I think it was, throwing. Yeah, yeah. It was lightweight. They were throwing hands the entire time. It was wild. It was a very <clears throat> entertaining fight to watch. And then some other fights happened, which didn't do anything for me, really. <clears throat> they didn't spark any, like, oh, shit, that peak was good. Oh, shit, that was, you know, peak, particularly bad. Aside from, was there, there was another The second one was pretty good, too. The, the first two fights were the two lightweight guys. Yes. And, yeah, 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 yeah. The, the first two fights were both, like, constant hitting they were throwing good yeah, defense throwing yeah although that was the most amazing thing to me i think as someone who's kind of like a you know not regular watcher of, of boxing i was amazed how many punches that they land and how neither of them wavered <laughs> like there were so many punches landed and they yeah. both just stood there and took them it's gonna i think you, yeah, uh, i will that are the size of these men though like they're like 120 i did not know i did not really think paul was that was yeah. that jacked by the way too I will, yeah, I will say. He's large. What, what do you think you have to fucking do when you do nothing with your life? Go to the gym. That's Fair. true. Honestly? Yeah. I mean, I, didn't, I, I actually didn't watch. I think I was in transit. Um, but I personally think the best thing, and I don't, you guys can maybe go into the actual like, fight, fight itself, maybe a little bit more of a breakdown, but the memes have been phenomenal. Amazing. Oh, the Nate Robinson fight? <clears throat> yeah. Like, so I guess you don't want to see a dead body? Like, like Logan Paul finding a dead body at a Nate Robinson. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it just didn't, it, it was sloppy from minute one. Nate Robinson just ran at him. And I think truly the best part of the entire experience was how clean the knockout was. It was like someone flipped a switch. Mm -hmm. 
that was it. It wasn't, it wasn't like a, whoa, whoa, down. It was just like done. <laughs> yeah. I mean, from my view, he just treated it like it was like a street fight. He didn't treat it as if it was like a box match and he didn't try yeah. to be, he tried to just like oh, attack like a, quickly and not play any defense. defense. Much like, like his, yeah, like he didn't play any defense. Yeah. Nope. Um, he didn't yeah, he would jump approach over and like, wouldn't either. even like try and block his face or anything. Over like, That's establishing your dominance. You can jump over someone, you've established your dominance. Well, that, that's that's fair, unless you get knocked out. <laughs> Punched in the nards, yeah. That would right. be another not great thing. Well, I guess maybe yeah. breaking it down a little bit more, uh, wasn't there like a, weren't you guys saying, and again, uh, I'll let you guys get into it maybe a little bit more, but wasn't there like a rabbit punch like in the beginning? Or yeah, like, so yeah. That was, that was we didn't understand, because like, per our knowledge, that if you punch somebody in the back of the head, it, it's Behind not Behind the ear. Yeah, it's, it's not supposed to count. And yeah. it was pretty visible. Um, it was a hard hit, too. Yeah, that can was, they stop it? Like, can they? Can, like, what? What's like the worst thing? Like, it's just not supposed to count. And that's the only. It's the problem is it, it, right? it might not count on the scorecard, but it definitely it's the reason that he got knocked out because it, it, it does damage. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he was like he was seeing stars after that. You could tell. Mm. So you know, it doesn't count on the scorecard. What do you fucking do with the knockout? Forty seconds later counts. So right. it was the end of the first round that he got it and even the announcers were like oh that doesn't look good that doesn't look good and they were like oh no it's fine actually never mind which to me just says so oh, he wasn't supposed to throw that punch but we're gonna move on from that well the, the announcers the, something should be said about the announcing because like there were uh, in some oh, of the Jesus respect, fuck. there was like such good announcing when it came from like the color commentating um the the, the gentleman from the ufc i always forget his name yeah, is israel uh, what's his name israel yeah, yeah. bell holder very, he did a great job. Adamu, he I did. Think his last name. Um, yeah, yeah. He is. He did a great job. He's incredibly well spoken. It almost reminds me of when they pulled um, what's his face in from the Jazz, and he was like an incredibly like they weren't expecting him to be such a good commentator. And he's like, oh no, I want to end up in the booth someday. Uh, you oh, know, Victor Oladipo. Victor yeah. Oladipo. Oh, speaking yeah, of yeah, they they pulled him in it, 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 when the year he was injured, and he was like, actually, this is what I want to do after the NBA. I want to be a yeah. Commentator. So it's like somebody who's such a, like a high level performer, and then also like an incredibly good commentator, which you don't always get, especially in the sport where you're getting your face beat in. Yeah. And then Snoop Dogg was hilarious. Snoop Dogg was the best so part funny. of the night. Snoop His Dogg performance was hysterical. Though. He was so fucking stoned. He was smoking indoors at this event, which was the best part. And by the way, actually the best part of the night was the fact that Mike Tyson after the fight came out and said he was fucking high as balls. Which, <laughs> and he still dominated that fight. I don't care what don't anyone says. Yeah. It was fucking fantastic. Um, but yeah, well, Snoop Dogg, they were fighting and Snoop was like, oh, it's like my uncle's at a barbecue. And I, that sent me. That sent me. That was it. <laughs> didn't, one it was of the, didn't the play, didn't like the play by play or, or whoever, like make, make an effort, like make references to Snoop songs, like during like, the book. Yeah. Oh yeah. Mike, go back to the main guy. Roast him. Come on. Oh yeah. Let's the go. main guy. First things first, he looks like every dad who's like, who was like a washed up dad from like the. He dropped it like it's hot. Yeah, he was. He, he literally was, said he dropped him like it's hot. He was making <laughs> bad references. Like you've definitely heard his voice before because he's like a B-list color commentator or play-by-play guy uh, for the for Bach and UFC and whatnot. But he, he he unnecessarily made references. Like he was trying. He he was driving his kids to practice and he was like trying to make references to pop culture that were twenty years out of date. And like even Snoop Dogg was there and it it still seemed really out of place. Um, he also did a really great job of brushing off all the bullshit that happened like the rabbit punch to the back of the head 
he talked up the Tyson fight like it wasn't an incredibly one-sided and sort of just like mm-hmm. set the card for the fact that this was going to be a draw, which is complete bullshit. Like, I, this isn't even us being casual boxing observers, but anyone with two eyes was going to be like, all right, this was a this clearly was a, one-sided fight. Yeah, exactly. It was a participation trophy, and Roy Jones Jr., very good boxer, talked it over with some of my friends that are big boxing fans, and they're like. He was the best for a very long time, but he didn't have it at that point in time. Like, and Tyson. So, apparently, he was it was Mario Ronaldo, and he was a last minute tap in. Um, he normally does WWE. Yeah, he was a last minute tap in for um, Al Bernstein. He probably would have been a little bit better. But yeah, Snoop's Snoop's it's actually funny. If if fun fact listeners, go ahead and Google it. Who commentated the Tyson fight? The answer literally Google says Snoop Dogg. Before the links, it just says Snoop Dogg. You have to scroll through the headlines to find everything else. Um It's worth yeah. the watch too, listening to some of the highlights and things he said. Yeah. True. Yeah, it definitely was. If you if you can watch like the highlights or find like a compilation of shit Snoop said, it was worth it. Um I also want to shout out Wiz Khalifa's performance was pretty great. Yeah. It was like a media event. They did performances and everything. He did a good job. Snoop's performance is really good. The amount of weed in that building was astounding. They were all so fucking stoned. It's so amazing. <laughs> so amazing. Yeah, it was, it was, I mean, it was an entertaining event. I think it was worth, worth the money. And when there's another one, because there will be, because it was very successful. Yeah. Might as well buy it. That's <clears> yeah, Vander really Holyfield's training again. Oh, yes, I did see that. He looks like he's going to, he looks, oh. Tyson like to Holyfield at 55 though like do I really want to see that no, yes you really. do what yeah, about Holyfield yeah because it. Tyson's gonna take it seriously though well, that's I my think, issue I don't want to see that fight unless you're taking it seriously there, there needs to be an incentive behind it these guys just don't just go punching each other in the fucking face for ten dollars in a fucking trophy from party city so you, you know, that's what they, well, I mean the incentive is money that's what they're like, getting a bag true but I mean like Roy Jones didn't make that much money. $3 million. I'll take that for, what was it, 20? It was eight two-minute rounds. It was 16 minutes of boxing. He made $3 million for 16 minutes. Yeah, the two-minute rounds were kind of a bummer. Well, it's because they were old. Do you think those dudes were old? You think that would have been by the the fifth round, which is the equivalent amount of time, Roy Roy Jones would have been done because he was out of shape. Yeah, he was very out of shape. You could tell. He would have gotten his ass pummeled, and I don't think anybody wanted to watch a fifty-something-year-old man like get brain get, get knocked out, get extra brain damage on live television. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which I mean, should be apparent what happens. What happened the whole fight? Like, look at Sugar. Like everyone listened to Sugar Ray, and Sugar Ray sounded like he didn't even know what planet he was on. Yeah, he was not a he good had, person to have on. Wait, the Sugar Ray was there. Yeah, he was no, bad. Not not Sugar Ray the band, <laughs> like Sugar Ray Leonard. <laughs> he fucking. He also made a comment saying that he felt like coming back to fighting was hard, because you need to have that killer instinct. And said he didn't know if Mike Tyson had that killer instinct. And I'm like, dude, the man bit someone's ear off in the ring. You just gotta, yeah, you just gotta He's spread, an spread your wings and fly. You know. <laughs> Uh, I really wish I could meet people. Pat, (laughs) fuck you. That joke was terrible. I think the two highlights that you pointed out, uh, Kyle, number one being that, yes, Mike Tyson did admit that he did the whole fight high as balls, which I think is hilarious. It's so funny. 
the second thing which we have spoken about is obviously Jake Paul knocking out Nate Robinson. We're all bummed because we all put some money on on Nate. I think the really interesting thing now is so Jake Paul is, is two and zero as a fighter, and I, I give him respect. He actually seemed like he was pretty technically sound. Like he's clearly been training a lot for it. Um, I know he has a bad reputation on like the internet, but like he's he's really put a lot of being work a douche this. nozzle. Yes, but I think the interesting thing is now apparently the list of names that he's called out for like. His next oh, fight. That's what I wanted to discuss. Yep. Yeah, he wants to fight Connor that. McGregor. <laughs> <laughs> I would pay I would pay unlimited money to see that. Unlimited. Unlimited. Who would you root that for? That pay-per-view like, could be seven hundred dollars and we would buy it. Yeah. Because I, I, I would break the Mike, the Mike, the Mike and the button meme. that he would get. <laughs> Mike's like, who do you hate more? He definitely hates the Paul Brothers. The no, I don't. I don't. I don't know. I really don't if like. You Conor. hate Conor McGregor more than Jake Paul. You're not an American. <laughs> <laughs> at least that's his. You're profession. not an American. <laughs> yeah, at least he's a professional asshole and he gets fucking paid tens of millions of dollars to do it. Jake Paul is a professional dick. He gets paid <laughs> fuck all to do it. I mean, I just Mike, don't. Mike know just what, hates Conor McGregor. I don't understand it. Well, I, I, I think it would have it. to be a boxing match. Like, I think that it would, if it was a boxing match, it would be better. Like, it was, if it's it's going to be. Yes, if it's a boxing... It's going to be really boxing. Jake Paul's going to be able to hang. Fight, Jake Paul dies. Legally, <laughs> like, right. legally dead. He won't even stop. He'll break his fucking arm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He won't put him in an arm bar. He'll just snap it. I mean, yep. it, I, think it, I, think it could, I think it honestly could happen because Conor McGregor is... It will happen. No, no, no. It's going to happen. It will happen because Conor is going to do this fight. And then he can acknowledge this. He's going to do the fight he has coming up in January. Or is it this month? It's January, it's January 23rd, January. I think. Um, he's going to do that. Then he'll acknowledge this fuckery. And the next thing will probably be, mm, let's say, May, April-ish? Probably. Probably longer. The, this, whatever this next Tyson thing is. I'm going to be honest with you. I think Conor McGregor, even in a boxing match, will absolutely murder him. Oh, 100%. 100%. Yeah. No, he's I'm a not... professional fighter, of course. Yeah, yeah but <laughs> well, technically, listen, technically this there are people out there who'd be like, well, you know, he's bigger. Okay, cool. Uh, Conor McGregor can put on size, though, and he's proven that in the past because he's gone up weight classes. And so, like, yeah, he, putting on size is one thing. Putting on height and length is another thing. Conor McGregor is assume, also considered, even still to this point, one of the best strikers in MMA, MMA history. history. Yeah, I and, want it to happen because I want to see Jake Paul bleed. Right. He, the one time McGregor got into the boxing ring, it was against arguably the greatest boxer of all time, who's a defensive boxer who was able to take the blows from McGregor and then return at the opportune time. Paul is not that. He, he's yeah, I didn't think Connor wasn't terrible. I mean, he, he, was he not. certainly lost the fight, but he wasn't terrible. He held his own against a far better opponent than yeah. Jake Paul. So. Yeah, but I just I just can't believe that. Like you you beat a YouTuber in your first fight, and you beat Nate Robinson, who has never fought a minute in his life, and now you think you're on the same level as Conor McGregor. I mean, I understand mm-hmm. he knows it's going to get attention, but like, oh, it's it's that's what 100 percent it is. Insane to me. So I, I saw a few NBA players, I think, call him out too, like asking <laughs> for a piece. Yep. And my, so I'm Hockey. just going to quickly maybe we can Hockey yeah jump. I was going to talk about that. Uh, Robin Leonard, my personal hero, by the way. Um, <laughs> Goaltender for the Vegas Golden Knights, former Islander goaltender, literally just tweeted at him and he 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 blocked it out. He called it all he said it in all asterisks, but he goes, I will fuck you up. 
<laughs> I love it. No, but the, the best was the best was uh, then Evander Kane was like, oh, maybe I have to get involved in this. And then literally mm-hmm. Robin Leonard put him in a body bag and he was like, let some real knights fight. Uh, go- <laughs> he's, he's like, go back home, baby shark. Like, hashtag. Yeah, that's what he said. Yeah. <laughs> he just body bagged Evander they were, on, they were on the same Buffalo team. I don't think they liked each other. Mm. I don't think anybody likes Evander Kane. I think he's well, like, I was say, it's kind of a shit stir, yeah. You two would know better than I would, even though I th- I think I've gotten more into hockey the last couple of years. Is he like a well regarded fighter, like within hockey? Evander Kane? Yeah. No. No, he's not. Okay. He's a he, he 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 leads the league in penalty minutes a lot of years, but he's not for like for fighting, like just for like being stupid. Yeah, like making dumb penalties. The only reason that Jake Paul would want to fight Conor McGregor is because he's five inches taller than him. Yeah, he's a much larger reach. He was five inches taller than Nate Robinson, wasn't he? No, yeah, he's six two, and Robinson's he's five ten. Is he? Mm -hmm. Yep. I thought he was a little bit taller. Maybe five eleven. He's not bigger than six foot. So the other thing, though, is speaking. (laughs) Google lists him at five nine. Interesting. I wanted the same size. Yeah, he's um. Yeah, that's a death uh, wish. He's a Kyler Murray five ten. I I would. The one thing I do want to see Conor McGregor wise because Conor. Jesus's anus. Um, (laughs) There's just a truck, and it's just not (laughs) moving outside. (laughs) I. I'm Darth Vader's anus, okay? Yeah, well, we talked about that already. <laughs> yeah, we don't need to go back there. Okay, so the one thing, though, I do want to see from Conor McGregor, because there is rumors that Conor McGregor wants to fight Manny Pacquiao, and I would love to see Conor catch those hands. Like, I, I watched the uh, – Manny Pacquiao has the craziest hands, and I don't care how good Conor McGregor thinks he is at boxing. Like, he is not going to be able to – I, I don't know. Manny Pacquiao is just a machine, mm-hmm. and he's – fucking crazy i also think you need to understand that conor mcgregor acts like a moron but has quietly built an empire of businesses oh yeah he's not an idiot he's not doing those fights because he thinks he can win he's doing those fights because he wants to fucking check he He knows it won't kill him so like yeah he's he knows he's gonna lose but he knows he's gonna get 30 million dollars when he loses i think i think the pacquiao one might be a little bit closer than maybe the mayweather might no, be. no way. It'll be worse. Oh, so. pa- Pacquiao, Much worse. You're gonna- Pacquiao will destroy him. The only reason why Mayweather beat Pacquiao is because he was so defensive and like in scoring mm-hmm. purposes. Like we didn't. He got TKO'd, didn't he? No, he Did got- McGregor got TKO'd. Or was oh, it McGregor got TKO'd. I'm talking about the Mayweather-Pacquiao fight. No, no, I'm talking about that. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah. I, I, so that was my argument. I think that fight was. I think what happened. It, it was pretty one-sided, like overall, and then like McGregor got TKO'd. So that's why I think. Well, McGregor Pacquiao won like the first Mayweather. Pacquiao only gonna... lost to Mayweather because of the scorecard. Yeah, it was a split decision, I think, wasn't it? Or was yeah, it? Yeah, like, actually... Now that they think I of it, remember. I think it was the very disputed decision, like by, by by the fans and by everyone else. I think because if disputed. you watched the fight and you didn't realize the, the whole defensive thing and the scoring thing, you'd like Pacquiao kicked the shit out of Mayweather. This is where Mike goes. Well, actually, if you look at the hits and the and the technical aspects of boxing. Well, that's that's the only reason why that that went the way it went was because there is like more technical there's more technical portions of boxing. Oh yeah, yeah. They they yep. account for it's like the Olympic boxing, which people say is ruining boxing. I don't know. Yeah. Let me. I just want to say that what the decision was here. And which which one? Uh, the Mayweather or the twelve round for Mayweather. Hmm. I didn't think. I thought it was a split decision. But was that also his fight to break the um the record yes. too for? That was also like very similar to the draw that happened this weekend between Tyson and Jones Jr. Uh, or 
it was very much like a, a show of faith, I think, on that one. It, and Pacquiao doesn't care, but... Yeah, do, do you really think that he would do it? Do you think he would... Manny if, Pacquiao? If, if McGregor approached him, was like, you want to get in the ring, you think he'd do it? Manny Pacquiao is a nut job. He, he loves it. The dude's like a politician, and he still loves to beat the shit out of people on the regular. Yeah. Well, he hasn't <laughs> fought in a long time, right? He's been like over at least over a year and a half, two years. Yeah, yeah but it's been a while. These guys are machines. They can get back into it so easily. No, that's true. I'm sure he's been training too. I'm sure he doesn't stop. Like, how old is Manny yeah. Pacquiao? Manny Pacquiao is 42. Well, he's, he's currently a senator, by the way, in the Philippines. He's 41 years old. Mm. He is. He's played professional basketball. The dude's a. The dude's. I'm sure crazy. he's pretty. I'm sure he's very good. But yeah, he he hasn't fought mm. in a little bit, but still, it's gonna be. Oh, he he he's a singer. <laughs> yeah, that's just, weird. He's just, he, Hearing he just him fucks. sing is weird. It's very weird. He loves karaoke. Um, he's really big into karaoke. Uh, every time they bring him on any of the talk shows or whatever, they always do a karaoke with him. Yeah, he always sings. It's 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 odd. I don't like it. It makes me very uncomfortable. So Jake Paul is following the same mold. Then he claims he's a a boxer slash singer slash rapper slash YouTube star. Mm-hmm. That's actually his self proclaimed. Wait, was Jake titles. Was- we're we talking like K-pop. Like, what what kind of songs does he sing though? He does like terrible rap songs. He does rap. Oh, I didn't even. Oh, know. it's terrible. Okay. It's so bad. He, he tried. He actually went to Post Malone's house once and asked if he would be on his like album. And Post Malone just laughed in his face. It was like, no, it's <laughs> funny. Well, not as good yeah. as the uh, the eighth grade panty droppers, if I might say so. I was yes. So <laughs> okay, yeah, well, we're gonna have to was... clarify that title because <laughs> that sounded like a crime. <laughs> Yeah, so it is on the topic of music, but you want to explain to us what you're talking about, Pat? Sure. So this is, I guess, this is kind of a, a kind of a swift transition. Yes, just to clarify, uh, and I'll, I'll provide a little bit of backstory to this. But I sent this to the to the lads today. Um, it was a playlist, and so I went to the office today. I went to the office yesterday for my job, and we were discussing with some of my like mutual uh, peers who work in my office, my contemporaries, and we discussed how great music was back in like. So eighth grade dances, sweet sixteens, and all that, which I'm sure you guys remember. Quite so fondly. over ten years ago, I would say 2000s. I would say between oh, God, nine and ago. fifteen years ago, like the mm-hmm. songs that were that were popping, and like I think a lot of these, and maybe we can just like talk about and mention a couple of them had like clean versions, obviously, um, but I, I think so. What sparked this conversation is and they'll. they'll the names of my coworkers will remain nameless here, but um, so essentially, there, uh, my coworker was in, went to a school where the, one of the teachers like booked, like a like a decently well known like like that type of rap genre, like almost like a Jamaican rap genre. This band called MVP, and they sang like the song Rocky Body, which is actually a very famous, like semi famous song. Like most of you have probably heard of it. So like the rumor was, oh well, she's secretly banging one of the. Uh, <laughs> the, the musicians so the, the teacher song. was banging Jesus. one of the three musicians well that was like the only explanation why she would know like what like she like booked like an actual band for a, like a private institution who would in no way have the money for that like that's the only explanation right i, I feel like that makes sense they were going they were going to rock her body after the show oh the whole band the whole band. you guys want to know it's rock without the k Mm. Oh, like but anyway, rock. that spurred this whole like rock nation. Yes, yes, it spurred this whole conversation uh, about like what songs we were into in eighth grade. So there was this playlist that one of my 
a friend shared called, it's called Eighth Grade Panty Droppers. So when you were in eighth grade, the songs that, you know, that really loosened up the dance floor, to say the least. It's they made past panties drop, that's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so anyway, I would just like to call, like, I actually listened to this at work today. Um, to give, it, give us your, uh, your couple of top three tasty licks from this. A couple uh, crunchy tunes, if crunchy I might tunes. say so myself. We so Gasolina by Daddy Yankee, like that's a classic. I'm just gonna yeah. say oh. that, like that, oh, like that, just a build gets, up that gets all the people going. Yeah. All Am I the only um, one who immediately goes to uh, Carlos from the Benchwarmers with that song? Yes. Song? Sure. Yeah. Hundred <laughs> percent. Maria, why did you why leave, did you me? leave why me? Did you leave me. It's <laughs> like <laughs> so just drinking tequila at the pitcher's mound. <laughs> Looks like the Gus bus is out of gas. <laughs> Oh, All right, I'm uh, sorry. A couple, couple, couple other quick ones. Evacuate the Dance Floor by, by Cascada. Oh, Cascada. Ooh, Cascada. I'm sorry. Elite, I say Cascada. Yeah, that's what everyone in like middle school was like. They're like, it's by Cascade, the uh, the dishwasher detergent brands. <laughs> <laughs> and they have a couple like good ones from uh, from Rihanna. The Way I Are by Timbaland. Excellent song. A couple ones by Fergie. Wait, don't uh, stop. Please don't stop. Don't stop the music by Rihanna. That, yes, it's on here. That is a song. That's- that will get anybody um, up and going. And uh, I guess like the last couple artists, uh, the, the couple Akon songs, Smack That by Akon. That was one I forgot Fact. existed. So, and they have like, like Sean Kingston, Fire Burning. Oh, Fire Sexy Burn. Can I. That's a great song too by Ray J. I think you're, I think, I think you're missing the, uh, the most important one, Pat. Please tell break, me. Break everybody off with a little preview of the remix. The, uh, the remix to Ignition is... Uh... Oh, God. In spite of the title of this away. playlist. Yeah. I thought we were going to get away from R. Kelly because <laughs> of all the admitted raping of underage girls on top of the peeing. Sure, that, that I is thought the, finally the world was done with that man. R. Kelly actually made the playlist. That's why it is called 8th grade Penny Flowers. Oh. Oh, no. Taking that, putting it in a box. Box. Box it. And Lock it. Putting it in the warehouse. Well, well take, the, take the edges, weld it. <laughs> welded and then put it in a larger get, crate get a local 638 get a local 638 guy to do it this is like chernobyl you're like concreting in the fucking nuclear reactor yeah if we could do that with our killer i think the world would be a little bit better oh live your life by rihanna too that's a, that's, a, that's the other one i wanted to mention oh yeah since we're talking women with ti with ti I think, I think we had this question before when we were discussing this so one of the songs on there is the cupid shuffle which as oh yes. Normal, normal office listening, car listening. That's not really something that you'd want to put on a playlist. Like it's it's a classic line dance. But I, the question I posed to everyone in the group, and we didn't really get too much into it, was if the Cupid Shuffle comes on while you're listening to the playlist, what do you do? Because you're not going to not dance to the Cupid Shuffle. It's, yeah, you, you stand up and dance. Yeah, if I'm listen, if I'm in an important work meeting, and I'm playing music in the background, I get up and I do the Cupid Shuffle, and they'll understand. <laughs> Wait, why are you listening to music in a work meeting? We play that's music like it, in the background, like at our office. Pat gets hyped for these meetings. Yeah, actually, I work <laughs> off pure adrenaline since I love my job so much. Imagine you guys are like. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot funnier having seen what he does every day. There's no way that could be off pure adrenaline. There's no fucking way. Just catting all day, just like high on the adrenaline, like. Oh yeah. Lines and boxes, baby. Lines and boxes. That's just like uh, Jason Statham from Cranked, and he's just like stabbing himself in the chest with an effort in his day. He's like, gotta keep the. Imagine you were, though, in a meeting, though. You're just like sitting in a meeting, and like 
you're listening to your music, whatever, and they're like, oh, sales are down this quarter. Like, we really got to step up our game. And then all of a sudden, it was like, to the left, to the to left. And, like, everyone in the meeting just got up and started doing it. Like, to the left, to the left. You put the song on no, full no, blast while and just rip it. Doing it's it. like, it's like it's no an established thing. They just keep talking about what they're talking about. You know, sales are really down. And, you know, we're going to fucking, you know, right <laughs> I down. love how, like, in Mike's, just keep going. I like how in Mike's hypothetical universe here, like, it's, like, that playing that song is is crazy, but not crazy enough where people would be, wouldn't just call it out immediately. Like, what are you doing? No, everyone gets up and goes, ah, oh, that's this again. God, <laughs> it's like like it's crazy, but like it's still like in the question. It's like standing up when the queen comes in the room. You have to do it, but nobody likes it. God damn it, this again. Yeah, it's like it's like it's like the two minutes of hate from uh, what is it like uh, 1984 or whatever. Uh, oh yeah, or yeah, it's 1984. 1984, yeah, I think yeah. right. Yeah, Tell screen. That's Big Brother, right? Is that the Big Brother? Yeah, one? yeah, yeah. Big Brother. Yeah, nineteen eighty four. Yeah, God, so they like fucking long. So I read they that. like they, the two minutes where everybody stops what they're doing and they just like yell at the TV for like five minutes. Like that's the Hello screen. Yeah, that's. I that's, love how you just said, "Wait, wait, time out." The two minutes where everyone stops what they're doing and they just yell at the TV for like five minutes. Is it five minutes or is it two minutes, Michael? I think it was two minutes. Whatever. Two minutes. Add a girl. Yeah, yeah. Gonna average them three and a half minutes. How long is the Cupid Shuffle? We'll give you an exact duration. <laughs> three minutes and twenty-seven seconds. I'm gonna guess. Fun fact: in 1984, those two minutes were the Cupid Shuffle. <laughs> well, I want I wanted to do an honorable mention though to one that wasn't on there. That's uh, that's Wobble. <laughs> by what's who sings Wobble? I don't. Need, I I should have came more prepared, but the the yeah, song Wobble. V I C. From his album. V I C. Yes. So that was that was. Actually, when we were in eighth grade. <laughs> oh, oh, man! These lyrics—the lyrics to all these songs suck, though. If you like, really actually listen to a lot of these songs, like, uh, oh, hundred, hundred percent. We were listening. Like, I'm looking through this. Like, you have like "It's Going Down" or whatever um, by Young Jock and Nitty, and it, you just did the "Meet Me in the Club." It's going, and you would like it's going down. You like, crank that. You crank <laughs> oh, that. It. Yeah, yeah. You're doing the yeah. well, crank that. Well, that's Soldier okay. Boy. We're missing. We're no, but no. no. It's, a, it's a dance. Yeah, that, that was the dance for the um for that song, and then yeah, we actually so you, we're missing Soldier Boy. I was thinking yeah, that, so. and then Teach Me How to Dougie. That was later. It wasn't that, that like was later. That was high much school? later. That was high school. I was that was yeah. Sweet Sixteen. Yeah, that was mm-hmm. a Sweet Sixteen song. Either way, Go we'll uh, we'll make sure we post this playlist on our Instagram and social media, so you guys can all partake and enjoy the hits of the two thousands and. I guess early 2010s. I guess exactly. hopefully most of your childhoods. If you're listening to us and you're older than that, I again I have questions. Well, no, what is, how does know what's us? your favorite? It's a range. Like we have like 2000, like or before 2010 to after 2000 is when yeah. all these came out. So if you were in eighth grade at any point in that time, yeah. So if I may, Mike brought up 1984 and Big Brother. Sure. And I think that this relates very well. So per anonymous Japanese sources today, our day of recording, which is December 1st, the North Korean fa- um, <clears throat> family in charge, so Kim, Yo- Kim Jong-un and his sister and relatives, et cetera, and their top leaders have been shipped an experimental COVID-19 vaccine by the Chinese. And they're keeping it very hush-hush. And all I can think is maybe he will actually die in 2020. Because, you know, we thought he did there for a while. And then he was like, oh, gotcha. Like, that was just a coup. And then I hit some people with the anti-aircraft guns for fun. Mm-hmm. Um, or is it just his sister trying to kill him for real this time? 
sister who, come, who is scarier than him, in my opinion. So much scarier than him. So much more horrifying than him. It's just not even funny. I can't wait until they're all dead so we can make some kind of like doc, Netflix docu-series about this family. Because they may be impotent as leaders, but they can still have you whacked. So that's mm-hmm. why no one's done it yet. As long as people still obey you, like they're still a threat. I mean, I guess. Not like, not like threat to like the world, but like internally and domestically, like the, the yeah. citizens still have to do what they're told. Well, yeah. No, but I'm saying like a Netflix docu-series, like yeah, yeah, yeah. they would never, the citizens would never know about it. No, but that is that's uh, wild. Though. That is wild. Kyle. I didn't know that, Kyle. Crazy, yeah. I, so it's it, coming out of anonymous sources in Japan, um, uh, and the Chinese are we're trying to keep it very hush hush. So I think that's very interesting. Is the Chinese um, president taking it? Is uh, whatever the Chi or no, uh, Xi? Xi Jinping? Are you kidding me? No, yeah, no. God, if he died, the no media campaign, no level of media control or or party control of the country would be able to cover up the truth. Because it would be so glaringly obvious. He would have had to have died of COVID or something or some treatment. And I mean, that would just, the party would, that would ruin them to, yeah. you know, show that level of weakness. So no, I, I don't think he'll, t- he'll probably wait and take the real thing. I'm sure people like him and, and Vladimir Putin are just sitting in, a, in their house alone with, you know, servants or whatever that are forced to be there and not go home. Henchmen. Yeah. Henchmen. Well, I wouldn't call them henchmen. I'd call them <laughs> servants. I'm sure there are henchmen. Yeah, they're definitely because are. bad guys always have henchmen. Everyone, yeah. that's yes. a rule. That is a rule. Number one fact. That is a Disney fact, as they say. I am mm-hmm. sure those henchmen have medical, though. So it's you know slightly different. Than they don't even have but dental. I would hope Putin <laughs> gives his. Do you feel it all degraded or dental? <laughs> Very low key, great movie line. If you can, uh, if you can guess where that movie is from. Oh, ten points. Yes. Ten points. Very <laughs> ten, 10 points on our hypothetical system. Yeah. Yes, you, 10 you, points. You can cash that in at the, uh, at the store. Yes. Can I also bring up the another bank company. bit of a wild conspiracy theory? Oh, we love um, conspiracy monolith. theories, yes. Yeah, the monolith. That's what I was going to say. That's my name in the Zoom right now. I ruined so, it. So what we know <laughs> is that it disappeared, quote unquote, from the Utah desert. But I was on the internet a lot today. Um, slow day at work. And... <clears throat> There are pictures of the people removing it, and they wrote "by bitch" in the sand, <laughs> and they drove it off in a truck, which is amazing. Because I don't know if you know this, but after every single show, Lizzo, feel how you will about her, takes a video and posts it on her Instagram of her riding off into the distance on a golf cart, and she goes "by bitch" and just starts cackling, and that's <laughs> that's how she ends all her show. Wait, so are you saying that Lizzo is if it's Lizzo? Grammy, Nobel Prize, give her all of the awards. I don't care. <laughs> maybe Lizzo is an alien. Like, let's combine. Maybe that. no. Maybe she's like hyping up an album. Ooh. I can't. I can't. I can't think of any other reason why she's famous. So maybe Lizzo is. Maybe awesome. maybe it's all the talent. As in that <laughs> she plays a sick flute. Yeah. She no, she's very. A, she's a, she's very a very talented, talented flautist. So does the guy yes, from Jethro Tull, doesn't like Yeah. Oh, but the guy from Jethro Tull I've made exactly. millions of dollars, I'm sure, being doing yeah, flutes. Mike, so. he made a lot of money off doing yeah. it. Mm-hmm. But I, I heard if you're doing a medieval a medieval tune. Also, it's a piece of fucking metal. You know how hard it would be to make two of those? Not very. Well, it's probably say, it's some tr- artist being a cunt. If it's truly uh if we're gonna go with the Lizzo conspiracy theory here, why would she put one in Romania? He's got also, a I don't know if you saw the, the pictures of like the, the one in Romania. It, it looks objectively different. 
Yeah. And <clears throat> there's now pictures coming out where it's been quote unquote removed. Mm -hmm. But if you look, it's the same view. The grass mm -hmm. is dead. There's garbage all over the place. And the hole doesn't appear to be the right size. So it doesn't look like the pictures were taken. It's not even like possible for them to have been taken in the same three days. So <clears throat> it just the, seems like uh, a bunch of bullshit to me. It's a publicity stunt by some asshole. It's Banksy. But, no, Banksy, Banksy would be interesting. Did you see the, the meme where it's like, oh, damn, these things have stories now? And then like they had like a bunch yeah. of circles up on the top. <laughs> it was like yeah, the monolith is back and it has stories. <laughs> I actually have an interesting, stupid thing to talk about real quick that uh, was addressed in a meme the other day. I don't know. I think I I said the language. Kyle sent it. So it is December 1st. Today is the last, first day of the last month of the year coming down the home stretch of 2020. But Thanks December God. 1st also means that it is now officially Christmas season, which is uh, exciting and, and also terrible in, in one particular way. Hallmark is making 40 new original Christmas movies to premiere between now and Christmas Day. I, I saw something like that. Like there's a whole bunch of new Christmas movies, and I can't see how that can go right. You know what I'm so, going to say? They're all going to be terrible. <laughs> go out on a limb. Hallmark Channel, just, just for reference here, Hallmark Channel is, <clears> has <throat> made 40 new Christmas movies this year, and they're all basically the same premise. And Lifetime has made 34 new movies that will be debuting between now and Christmas. So now, I don't these, know. So they're debuting multiple a day? Yeah. Are they doing? So I, I guess my question is, are these all independent of like what they like the shows and stuff they usually put out? It's not like a spinoff uh, of anything. Like there's not like a Christmas special for like this TV show. From my understanding, it is all new original content. How, how? Jesus sir, Christ. sir, who are their writers? <laughs> well, okay, so they, they have a system. You, all you have to do is literally look at one like movie poster and you see it's a uh, guy yeah, and a girl mismatched who clearly have weird drama going on and they end but up to be honest with you, are, are, are both white. Yes, they're both white, usually. Yeah, white. yeah. that's the Hallmark channel. There's, there's two generic plot lines for Hallmark movies it's like a girl falls in love with a small town like generic job like a baker or some shit like that <laughs> who wear who like who's like doofy and wears like shitty clothes instead of like leaving her big city like ceo yeah like investment banker boyfriend yeah, yep. <laughs> you're like what the fuck and then the other one is moving that, to some sleepy town in vermont or new hampshire yeah. run a bed and breakfast like the other one is that there's a career woman who is yes. too busy for love yep uh -huh. She has to like leave her her job and like she's struggling the fish out of water story and then she happens to run into like a local bachelor who's probably also you know he's like not only is is he like a preschool teacher but he also like spoon feeds the elderly and and he loves kids yeah, yeah. and there's always like a dog and at some point in time it snows even though they're probably like in central yeah. california and, and like and like they get into an argument and the dog like is sad and he goes i know <laughs> yeah, yeah all that I is think, true i think what hallmark what people don't understand is why waste your time watching a shitty hallmark movie when you could watch all of the great christmas movies that already exist like just friends which encompasses friends. which encompasses a, both of those plot lines with ryan reynolds so like you're automatically winning and you could just watch it 40 times instead of i would two. contend that my favorite christmas movie is christmas with the cranks I Actually, agree with you, very Kyle. Well, yeah. Very underrated Great movie. movie. It is a fucking hysteria with the Botox scene where he can't swallow <laughs> the peaches. They're coming out of his mouth. 
I can't, I, every single time I watch it, I am crying laughing. Like the kid from Malcolm in the Middle. I, I can't think. feel anything. Look, he's poking <laughs> his fucking entire face. <clears throat> oh, it, it is a really underrated Christmas movie. I don't know if everyone even knows it's out there, but it's. Yeah, you should all go watch Tim it. Allen, I don't uh, know where Jamie Lee Curtis. Jamie it's Lee Tim Curtis. Allen, Jamie Lee Curtis, and Dan Aykroyd. Um, is, uh, Dan Aykroyd. Dan Aykroyd, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's Dan Aykroyd shows up and you're like, what the fuck is he doing here? <laughs> <laughs> do we do we think that Die Hard is a Christmas movie? Yes. Yes, yeah, it, it is. technically is. Yeah. yeah, the first one. So Bruce Willis is quoted as saying, "It's not a Christmas movie. It's a goddamn." Bruce Willis can shut the fuck up. Would I say it to his face? No. I mean, probably now because he's old, but like. <laughs> no, Bruce Willis can still kick my ass. I'm pretty confident in that. Speaking of Bruce Willis, though, I heard the most incredible fan conspiracy theory. Wait, ever. Bruce Willis used to be my dad's bartender downtown. Yeah, you, you, you tell that story while Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. <clears throat> my dad used to work downtown uh, in downtown Manhattan in the, in the mid, sorry, the early 80s <clears throat> through, the, through the early 90s. He used to go to a local watering hole with a bunch of his buddies. And the bartender was this guy named Bruce, who was an aspiring actor with thinning hair. And one day Bruce goes, Eddie, I'm going out to California. I got my big break. And my dad was like, oh, you know, congrats. Thinking, oh, fuck that, no, we didn't. And then roughly a year later, he sees a movie poster. He's like, that's fucking Bruce. That was fucking Bruce. That was Bruce the bartender. Like, how the fuck did that happen? <laughs> I, that that's story amazing. always made me laugh. It's like, what well, of all the fucking people on earth, Bruce, Bruce Willis. Like, fuck out of here. No, so I, I was reading something because now I'm into Reddit or whatever, kind of. Uh, and I was but reading, it's great. I was yeah, reading it's that there's a theory that John McClane is immortal, right? Hear me out. That's why he can like do all this like crazy shit and he just like keeps finding new ways to try and kill himself and it's not working. And so all the diehard movies are about John McClane as John McClane. And then there's this movie called, um, it's called The Fifth Element, which I've actually never seen, which is surprising for me. Because um, I do love Mila Djokovic and Bruce Willis. And in mm. the future, he plays like a very John McClane-esque character. And there's like so many parallels between the way he talks and the way he acts and like the plot of the movie that people have like think that there's just this massive universe where John McClane lives forever. And in the future is this guy named like Corbin Dallas or something like that. Yeah, Corbin Dallas. May, may I? Yes. So what that comes from is not a conspiracy. It's lazy Hollywood writing and the fact that Bruce Willis can do one character. Fair. Yeah. Tough guy action He movie. doesn't have range. He's very good at what he does. Um, I, I actually, I beg to differ. Yeah, Glass. I have and... one. That's, no, glass, glass is still the same. I'm, uh, over the Hedge, he plays an, an, the animated, an animated raccoon and it is actually a very good movie. That is, that is a good movie. I will not give you that. That's actually a good movie. That's a great movie, but I will not give you that because it's animated. Name me a live it's action animated. movie where he is not that character. That I cannot do. But like, I, that I, isn't I, where he's seeing dead people. Yeah, I would say like The Sixth Sense. That's probably The Sixth Sense is, is probably one of the better scripts written in the last thirty-five years, forty-five years. God, that was a while. Ago. Now that I think about it, the raccoon was kind of an action badass. Yeah, uh, Armageddon. <laughs> starring almost uh, as if he's been like every actor in hollywood typecast if you need a dumb twinkie looking motherfucker who do you get you get michael Sarah. like <clears throat> wait i actually have one that we all can agree on that he's not typecast in and we've all seen it, Disney's Go the, for it. 
you had to look at his filmography to do it, so I'm, I'm going to barely count it. But yeah, Disney's the kid. It took me like the fourth page. It was I am <laughs> to find something where he wasn't a, like a washed up cop or something of the sort. <laughs> I don't think I've seen. It's not, it's not who I am anymore. I'm retired. <laughs> I'm off the force. I'm into baseball. Oh, Disney! I made a kid. promise never to kill another movie. man. <laughs> Just this baseball. Yeah. See, I'm also not going to count that because it it got trashed on every single fucking writing site. Yeah, mm-hmm. but that doesn't count. We don't we don't live and die by the. Uh... Well, we do by the Rotten Tomatoes. We've we've Rotten Tomatoes yes, many we, times we, on, on the we podcast. Agree. We do live and die. Wait, by have you guys never seen the kid though? It's like <laughs> the kid is like the opposite of. Um, you ever see that Zac Efron movie where he like, seventeen again? Seventeen again. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. like that and. Big had a baby where like he meets well, that's the same premise isn't it Big isn't that Benjamin Button he meets his young, no, but, no but like no. his his younger self comes back to like meet him you know what I mean Benjamin Button that's is, not isn't the same it, thing is that the same okay I, no he's whatever. not aging backwards in Big he, oh. he turns into a child yeah in yeah. Big he turns into a child and 17 again like I guess you know, he turns into a son in 17 again like he becomes a son yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no he becomes him as a kid at 17 at se- yeah that's true yeah, yeah. Seventeen like, again. <laughs> Wait, that's what it's, that's what that's meant. <laughs> that's what. That's <laughs> like wow. I have a whole new meaning to thirteen going on thirty. Okay, so let's stop <laughs> arguing that Bruce Willis has range, and I want favorite Christmas movie out of all of you fuckers. Other than Just Friends, we're cutting Just Friends out of this. If you haven't yeah. watched Just Friends, go watch Just Friends. You can thank me later. You don't have to DM me because I know you're thankful. I'm gonna. I'm gonna I, go. Okay, you know what? Uh, Home Alone two. Home Alone 2? Mm-hmm. Not the original Home Alone? Nope. Home Alone 2. Oh, I do enjoy yeah. Home Alone 2. But... Dan's always had the hots for the bird lady. You know that. Oh, yeah. Ah, <laughs> I've actually spent many nights in Central Park looking for her. So. Yeah, that's why pigeons never leave. It didn't result very well. but <laughs> wasn't murdered even once. <laughs> no. <laughs> With a lab full of bird seed. <laughs> so, Pat, you were, you were ready to go. Shoot it! Shoot <laughs> I was going to say, uh, oh, crap. This is going to be like really... Uh, Actually, this is like this is a very good movie, a, a Christmas story. Oh, that's one of my favorites. Uh, mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I didn't see it till high school, though. Like, funny enough, I, Mike. I don't know if you remember this, but when we were in wrestling practice, and after wrestling practice was done, and we went to see a Christmas story afterwards because they were filming it in the AAC. Yeah, that was, was the first time I saw a Christmas story, <laughs> <laughs> and I was dying. It was so funny. That movie is fucking. You're, you'll shoot your eye out. Yeah. It is a classic. turkey when the fucking. Dogs eat the turkey. And they oh yeah, get the bumpus, the bumpus it's dog. So whatever. racist. <laughs> the bumpuses. Yeah, the bumpus hounds. What channel plays it? Does the channel that plays it for twenty four hours? TBS plays it twenty four hours yeah, yeah, Christmas okay. Eve and Christmas Day, and it's excellent. I love yeah. that movie. They go to the Chinese food restaurant like on Christmas Day. <laughs> <laughs> the duck, and they're like, "Oh, good." And then he oh, like, yes. brings out the thing and just chops <laughs> the head off, and they're like. <laughs> Mike, what about that's a, you? That's what a very you? funny movie. Uh, I, I, I'll allow that. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go curveball here. The original Santa Claus, cocaine. Wow. Tim Allen. Yeah, cocaine. Tim Allen. Tim Allen. <laughs> that's, that's a great movie. movie. <laughs> my favorite. My favorite scene. The kid wakes up. Santa Claus. Scott Calvin. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, we guys, we're forgetting, about, we're forgetting about Fred Claus. Uh, forgot. Forgotten the whole premise of the Santa Claus movies, or they have to kill the Santa, like they're the Santa beforehand. They have the Santa dies. Like they yes. mur- they like they responsible, they they basically him. responsible for murdering the guy. No, dude, it's the it's the Bambi of Christmas movies. <laughs> <laughs> <Fair enough. laughs> 
did you see the IMDb of Bam- oh just really really quick segue the IMDb of Bambi's mother there was a meme that came oh, out no. and he goes oh failure task <laughs> protect Bambi or like result failure failure <laughs> but right, Mike but- I agree actually I love Santa Claus is I think low key top five if I'm gonna say Fred Claus well. was your favorite. I was saying we can't forget about the good old Fred Claus too. You mean like, possibly it's, it's not possibly the worst Christmas movie ever made? I, I, I enjoy it. It's not a good movie, but like it's it's just like it's it's not a good movie. No, it's no, it's a bad movie. <laughs> I I enjoy it. It's not a good movie, but I, you can enjoy a bad movie. It's a bad movie. That's true. <laughs> Alright, so Kyle, what would you say? Paul Giamatti's oh. greatest role. <laughs> oh God, it's either win win. <laughs> it's either a Christmas story or Christmas with the Cranks. And I'm going to have to go with Christmas of the Cranks because I watch that every single year with my mother. I would be lying to you all if I said I had not already watched it once and caught the other half of it last week. Yeah. So I've already seen it one and a half times. Yeah, it'll Christmas I'll Cranks? see it probably Christmas at least three times by the, by the time it's over. Yeah. It's I always honorable... watched at least five times in my home before Christmas comes and goes. Oh, yeah. I think an honorable mention has to be Elf, too. I don't know if you're going to discuss yep. that. Yeah. I, think, I think everyone was dancing around not being cliche. Mm-hmm. What it's else? not my favorite though not my favorite christmas movie it's a good movie but it's not my favorite christmas movie it was uh, my first makes will ferrell movie that i that i saw because i was still like a kid at the time and i hadn't like seen like old school and like the ones he made before that um because oh yeah really... what a surprise when will ferrell was like a vulgar actor it's like seeing um <laughs> like it's like seeing what's his face on um on full house Oh, Bob Saget! <laughs> like seeing Bob, Bob Bob Saget on Full House, and then like catching a, a Bob Saget comedy special as a kid, where he's like, "I'm gonna fuck her so hard with a <laughs> cigar in my mouth, blowing cocaine off of her tits," and you're like, "What? <laughs> Whoa! No. This is Mr. Also, Tanner. His, Mr. Tanner. His, <laughs> his guest appearances on Entourage are amazing. That's him, though. That's the whole thing. I know like, that that's him. That's that's why I love it. It's great." I love I love when he like I love when E has to sign him for the the management agencies like I want to have sex with her on on his desk on right the now. desk. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, if you haven't seen any of the Christmas movies we were talking about, you should number one get out from under the rock you're living under, and number two watch them before Christmas or on Christmas because they're wonderful. Do we have anything else to to cover here today, guys? Or are we uh, pass fact? I, I, I have a quick. Oh, we do we do a pass fact. That's right. Oh my I have god. A quick one. <laughs> oh, we're doing the turkey. We're doing the turkey gobble. <laughs> this week, this week's gonna be like cracking the wishbone because the turkey's already dead. So the reason this comes up, and this was uh, today in history, uh, these are consecutive years this, this occurred. So we were, we were shitting on the French earlier, so I feel like we should we should we should keep that going. Yes. Um, <laughs> Dan, you weren't here for that, but uh, yeah. So in, this day in 1804, the year of our Lord 1804, Napoleon Bonaparte crowned himself the Emperor of France in the Notre Dame Cathedral. Mm-hmm. And then the following year, that same day, on his first anniversary of the coronation, he defeated the Russian and combined Russian and Austrian armies uh, in the Battle of Austerlitz, which was like one of the greatest. I don't know if you like read about that battle. It's like one of the greatest, like most genius battles ever uh, devised, like outnumbered. Like it's some um, Sun Tzu shit. Like really, really impressive. Crown yourself the emperor of a country and like it. Well, how, what am I trying to say? You don't crown yourself emperor of France and, and then suck at military tactics in the 1800s. Mm-hmm. That was kind so of that, what like, the French did. Yeah, crowning yourself the emperor of a country is a dangerous one. There's a lot of people that have crowned themselves emperors of shit and were not very good at what they were No, doing. it never mm-hmm. goes well. If, you, if you're like, if you impose yourself as the supreme leader of something, 
it's not you going to go well. I.e., Stalin, Mao, Pol Pot, Hitler. Uh, oh, like, Stalin had like. I would. I would not lump together Napoleon and and all of those people. No, I, mean, I he wouldn't either. Emperor, but he didn't. Napoleon didn't do genocide. No, exactly, hundred percent. But but I'm saying um, same concept. No, he did have all absolute power though. That that is a yeah. fact. Like similar to those, but um. So yeah, that goes into the tangent. What happened, France? You were had it like up until that point, like you like did not lose wars. Like it was not it was not a thing. You didn't lose at least you didn't lose yeah. land battles. Um, well, Germany happened. Yeah, Prussia. Yeah, mm-hmm. Prussia that became Germany. So yeah, France fall from grace. The French are the cowboys of like European powers. Like nobody fucking likes you, and you used to be really good. You won't shut up about how good you used to be. Mm-hmm. But you're not good anymore. Speaking of the Cowboys, just for a quick fun reference, it is December 1st, and the New York Giants are in first place. Tied for Let's just all enjoy that for two seconds, because it's and not going to last Dan, very long. Dan, Dan, Where are the Cowboys? <laughs> they are in dead last. Dead last. <laughs> dead last, but we a game out of first. <laughs> <laughs> they are in the cellar. Yeah. But one win propels them to the playoffs. It's amazing. Yeah, exactly. Several so boy they DJ's need to okay. literally pull it out of their ass. I guess with that, that'll kind of wrap things up for our uh, clusterfuck of an episode here today. I think <laughs> it's the only way to describe what we talked about. Yeah, really, really nothing sort of, and uh, everything and also theme nothing. or. <laughs> so if, if you if you made it this long through the episode, uh, God bless you, and we appreciate it very much. <laughs> no, I nowhere that in, yeah, nowhere that incoherent rambling with <laughs> <Was> the <it> coherent. <laughs> coherent thought. The way you butcher that delivery, I could be say- saying the same thing to you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I award you no points, and may God have mercy, mercy on you. So it'd be funnier if he had a British accent. That's all I'm going to say about that. It wouldn't fit, though. He was like a principal of a high school. No, I'm not saying it would fit. I said it would be funnier. I didn't say it would Michael, fit. Michael, you are the weakest link. <clears throat> Goodbye. <laughs> Let's all uh, try and put a nice, neat bow on this. Again, clusterfuck of an episode. The only way to describe it. So we will go in the same order we started with. So Patrick... The esteemed Patrick K. O'Sullivan. What do you have for us today? Yeah. Why, why stop there? Give, me, give him my social, give him, every, give him everything. <laughs> Great words of wisdom. I think, I, uh, I think we all brought a lot to the table today. Uh, I want to commend each of your efforts individually. Um, yeah, great work. <laughs> <laughs> Just spectacular. You know job. what? Uh, uh, keep, and to you, the listener out there, keep. Keep trucking. It's <laughs> great advice. Jesus Christ. Kyle, let's, let's go to you, man. What do you got? My closing statement is <clears throat> literally while we were recording this episode, the NBA Christmas Day slate came out. And oh, congratulations boy. to the Knicks for the second year in a row after uh, 11 consecutive years of playing on Christmas. They are not playing on Christmas. Uh, you will have Pelicans, Heat, Warriors, Bucks, Nets, Celtics, Mavericks, Lakers, and Clippers, Nuggets. Clippers, Nuggets will be a very good game. Warriors, Bucks, who the fuck knows? Should be interesting. But well, uh, the Knicks certainly don't deserve it, so I guess I shouldn't yeah, do that. Yeah, no. times of well, there's, no reason, there's no reason to justify them being on there. No. Just nope. some, some, for some team to beat the shit out of. Just bring the Lakers into town and let LeBron kill everybody. It's fine. And right. also wear a mask. COVID is fucking raging. Don't yes. be a dick or a turkey in the words of Andrew Cuomo. Michael, let's, uh, let's go to you. Yep. Good talk. Completely made no sense. So uh, <laughs> sorry, listeners. 
Honestly, Listen. you know what's you know what's still bothering me, and this is a conversation that we had right after dinner tonight. I don't know why we talked about the guy from the New York Times, or whatever, that was jerking off on his New Zoom. Yorker. The New Yorker was jerking off on his Zoom calls. This is stuff we think about. Yeah, it was just making me think, like, what weird shit are people doing while you're on? Because I don't use my camera, but like, there's so many people that don't use cameras in the uh, in the video conferencing calls. Like, what weird shit are your coworkers doing? Behind just, that camera. I don't know why. I'm not going to go into it, but just think about it. Well, let's just say you're glad the, the, my camera is only facing my face right now. <laughs> oh, okay. Where's the, where's the box we buried at the bottom? Yeah, <laughs> need to take it up and put that in it. So they, put a, <laughs> they put a zoom function on the Mac cameras. <laughs> How do we undo the weld so we can put... <laughs> Well, <laughs> no, they're, like, they're like, they're in, they're wheeling the box and about to put it in there. And the guy's just like touching, like, oh shit, I left my keys in the box. They like just, <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm not even sure how to end it now. Like after this. I, I, is there a way to end that fucking shit? Yeah. I'm not, did, you, uh... did you have any, did you have any point to add to that, Mike? Or just, you, or <laughs> you just, just, you just trying to bring it up like a guy jerking off behind a camera? No, but I was just like. Honestly, I just—it's still bothering me from when we talked about it earlier. I, I just—I just wanted to let everyone know that it's bothering what, me. What? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. What is bothering you? The fact that he did it, the fact that he totally got caught, the fact that he probably did it a bunch of other fucking times. Okay, so that, 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 there's two things that are really bothering me about the specific story itself. Is everyone's really upset with this guy for getting caught jerking off in front of it? Not doing it. They're not, not actually the doing it. They're no upset that he got the caught. Yeah, no one's upset that he was likely jerking off like every other time and that it was probably, probably to somebody on that Zoom call. Like nobody yeah. talked nobody talks about that, which is super weird. But everyone just talks about, oh, he was jerking off and everyone saw it on Zoom. But like, no, that's not the weirdest part of the story. The other thing that's weird about it is now every time you're on a, like, on a call or whatever. Well, I'm like, sure he was fired. You're always scanning for penises. <laughs> no, but like you, you see the people that do Straight leave the cameras on. Or... <laughs> yeah, they're just like little Mario. Just gross. Oh my god. <laughs> just think about it. Be vigilant out there, people. Weird advice from from Mr. Mike, but okay. watch out. They're everywhere. <laughs> dicks they're everywhere so thank you mike for that stark reminder that every one of your zoom or google hangouts work calls is actually just yeah. chat roulette never invite me to one of your project meetings <laughs> i hope i never consult for your consultant thank you guys if you've made it through again this this just collection of randomness episode we appreciate you guys listening and uh, hope you guys come back next week for some more fun. We do have some fun holiday episodes coming up, and we're going to definitely be doing a Festivus episode, so you'll get to hear us complain about the shittiness that has been the entirety of 2020, so stay tuned for that. Oh, and we have a growing list of complaints. Yeah, oh, it's growing every day. It's going to be fantastic. Every day. A lot of problems, and we can't wait to share them with you all. So... In the meantime, if you like what you hear from us, especially even after this episode, we'd appreciate you guys can subscribe. We're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, anywhere else you can find your podcast at this point. Uh, interact with us on social media. If you have any really random thoughts or questions, sparring off stuff we said today or just in general, always uh, happy we to hear from you guys. Anything. With you. anything. Reach out to us on Instagram. We're at, uh, at in underscore conclusion underscore pod. Twitter, we're at at we underscore digress. And we're on YouTube as well. 
And until next time, hopefully it's more organized and has more of a theme. But until next time, we'll catch you guys on the next one. Sponsor Mike's OnlyFans. Uh, this week, we take a look at Darth Vader's undercarriage and find out what put a smile on Senator Amidala's face. Peace <laughs> out. <laughs>